0: Welcome back to the Successful AF Podcast with your hosts, Ashley and Fiona. How you doing, Faye? I'm doing good. How good are you, Ash? I'm good. This morning is a little bit better. I'm definitely more <laughs> awake, so
1: that's good. Do you want to catch us up on anything? What's going on in your life?
0: Not really. Nothing's new. Do you want to tell everyone what you <laughs> did last Friday? <laughs> Because I want to hear about it. Okay, so I'm just going to describe it to you. This is exactly what I said to my dad, too. He asked me where I was going, and I said, I'm just going to describe to you where I'm going. So I'm going to watch men, shirtless, sweaty, speedoed (laughs) men, (laughs) compete in field day-like activities. That's what it felt like. like Field day? It felt like a glorified field day. I miss field day. <laughs> like, like <laughs> they were doing races where, like, you know, you race and then you tag the next person and the next person goes and runs. Like, very field day like activities,
1: but all on the beach. So, was there any girls there, or was it literally all men? No,
0: they had a they had a female um, lifeguard competition as well. Like, oh, they, they did were separate. The men. It was team, so some some of the some of the games were co-ed. Like one of them. All the girls from each team went out into the water, and then the men had to, like, go in, grab them, and then the rest of the team had to pull them in. But it was, like, a really rough current, so all the things were getting tied, and they had to be super careful. So, if you couldn't already guess, I was at a lifeguard competition, (laughs) and apparently these things are very...
1: serious how did you find out about this and why were you there that's what so, i need to know
0: my best friend's boyfriend is a lifeguard oh okay so that's we went to go watch him i did not watch him at all i watched all his friends that are over six foot oh you my know god that's my thing
1: but there did was they have sh- like washboard abs all yeah, of them no like were they like ripped insane I think insane. speedos are unattractive. I don't think I could okay. get behind that. So there was this one guy I like short bathing suits. Like You're I don't gonna like laugh. The knee ones, You're gonna I laugh at this. So there's oh. this one
0: guy, comes up to me and he's my friend's boyfriend's friend. Okay. So introduces us to him and we're like, oh, it's very nice to meet you. Whatever. He walks away. He was in a Speedo. I was sitting in my beach chair. His dick was in my face. Like, I literally could not concentrate on anything except that his dick was eye level with
1: me. (laughs) What were you wearing? And then he turns around and walks away, and now his ass is eye level with me. Like, literally, just so casually. Like, so casual. I mean, that's. Isn't that what lifeguards have to wear? Because, like, the less. No. Like, the rest of them were wearing shorts.
0: Oh, so it's like a, like joke a choice if they wear. Like it's like speedos. a choice. The okay. only ones I have to say who wore the speedos, um, and but I the, think a lot of sp- a lot of lifeguards at the beach will wear speedos. Well, Smith Point, they have to wear okay. speedos. Like I'm pretty sure that's yeah. the thing. Like I just saw. a picture. I think it affects their swimming abilities. So that's the thing is that the ones who were doing swimming races were in speedos gotcha. and had the swimming caps. Gotcha. On. But like the ones who were just like running, like weren't. You know. Yeah. So this guy walks away, right? I met this guy in the Was Speedo. he attractive? He walks away. Wait. So I like couldn't focus on anything but his <laughs> dick in my face. <laughs> so he walks away and then he comes back over and talks to us. And the second time he comes back over, he's wearing shorts. And I said to my friend Dana, I was like, Oh my God, that guy's so hot, like he's over six foot, his arms are so big, he's like over blah blah blah. Dana's like, We met him. That's the Speedo guy. I'm like, No, it's not and she's like, no, Ashley, we literally met him and then like confirmed with our friend's boyfriend that it was the same guy. And I literally was
1: like, wait, this is once he like put clothes on. He
0: got 10 times more attractive to me when he was wearing shorts and I wasn't concentrating on his dick. I mean,
1: it makes sense. I, like, <laughs> I don't really, I don't really. I fully
0: did not recognize him once he put shorts on. Like I was like, wow, that guy's so hot. Who is he?
1: That it was like we
0: already met him. <laughs> I mean, granted, there were a lot of men. Like, we literally walked in and I started drooling. Like, it was oh insane. Oh my gosh! Washboard abs, all tall, hot. Like, and you know what? I have to say, there was this one guy. Looked like, and I know you're gonna like freak out right now. Freak out? Yeah. In a good way. Yeah. Okay. He literally looked like he just walked off the set of Top Gun. Oh. Like mustache, Miles. blonde blue eyes totally not my type but I literally was like wow I am so attracted to you know that in high guy. school
1: my type was like super tan with like light eyes and like curly hair and now I've never dated anyone that looks I was like gonna that say. I've never dated anyone that looks like that I also say the same thing like I like tan but like, hair. I, like I I think like I don't know if that's my actual type or if that was, like, my type when I was, like, a teenager. You know what I mean?
0: I mean, I usually say, like, tan, dark hair, and now I'm just, like, I like tall white boys. And it's, like,
1: I I always say, like, I don't have a type, but realistically, all my boyfriends are the same. Yeah. (laughs) Like, they're all, like, pretty white and Irish and (laughs) have dark hair. (laughs) I have never dated someone with brown eyes, though, and I stand by that because I refuse to have children with brown eyes. Ouch. I love you, but... My, my eyes are too nice to be overpowered by someone with brown eyes. Hmm. You know, just because it's a dominant trait. So, like, if, if mm. I had, if I married someone with brown eyes, the kid would have brown eyes. And then I'm wasting Not my necessarily. eyes. No, but it's, so it's, it's a dominant trait.
0: Yes, it is. However, for me, my dad has hazel, so I carry the gene for hazel. So, I'm one part hazel, one part brown. So, I'm pretty sure that if I marry somebody that's hazel... Like, the odds of us having a hazel-eyed kid are more likely than brown. Probably. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know what I was thinking about? Are all babies born with blue eyes? Mm, what? Where did you <laughs> get that from? <laughs> well, maybe not babies that have brown eyes, but, like, my, me and my boyfriend were both born with blue eyes. Like, very, very blue. And, and now they they're changed. green. Like, now, like my eyes probably changed when I was, like, six or seven interesting or you know, when I started like kindergarten like that kind of age. But when I was a baby I had bright blue eyes and they like slowly became green, which is just interesting to me. And then like when he told me that I was like, Wait, I'm I wanna know the science behind that. I don't
0: think that's a thing. I'm gonna look it up. I think. It, I think. It, I'm sure it happens to some people. Well, like I'm sure I know, their eyes change. I know a few people who were like born like totally blonde and then grew up. I thought like you were gonna say blind? <laughs> no,
1: <laughs> born totally blind and now no. they can
0: see. Um, born
1: totally <laughs> <There's> blonde <laughs> and then changed to dark hair. Anyway, so do you have anything else to add about the lifeguard competition? No, it was amazing. Well, I'm 10 proud out of 10 you. Would go again. I'm proud of you for getting out there. And um, being in a situation (laughs) where there's a lot of six foot men that are attractive (laughs) and it seems like that's, you know, a good place to meet people for you. So I think you should take advantage of it.
0: Yeah. And, you know,
1: I did you get any numbers? Did you get any snaps? No. Do we have any connections? We can get you on a date.
0: So that's the thing is that um, my friend's boyfriend is really like I was like, You got to set me up, blah, blah, blah. Like, you're the first guy to come in. Like, you got to help all of us out. So, me and my friend Dana were, like, playing dibs on, like, who we want um, as far as that. But the thing is, is that he didn't know everybody at the lifeguard competition because it's, like, he's part of a beach and then there's, like, multiple beaches that compete like okay. you know um smith point robert moses jones beach like they all compete against each other but in those like we know like smith points like one big beach yes but robert moses and jones beach have like fields yeah in each of them the fields compete against each other
1: oh okay so he only i've knows been to like volleyball competitions at that are um, kind of like, like jones that. beach and yeah. robert moses yeah yeah so
0: he only knows like a handful of people so like he didn't know the guy that i thought was from top gun unfortunately he did not know that one the one that i was like drooling but whatever so
1: were they all tan yes like pretty tan yes yes
0: and they all wear like the the white uh sunscreen on their nose and cheeks like like uh oh like like football lines yes but like
1: sunscreen yes interesting Yes. is that like a thing and the,
0: even the girls like i literally was like they have such nice bodies like it was yeah insane. they're probably ripped were they wearing yeah. one pieces or two pieces some were, you know or good mix. a mixture gotcha yeah. good mix
1: yeah so they're yeah it was a so lot fit. of fun I mean, swimmers are so fit yeah i dated a swimmer very fit. and i
0: mean the, um the i know the ocean test is like very hard to get a certified for yeah it gets extremely i can difficult. imagine i can't even swim even some of the people we were talking to like one girl was like oh yeah i failed once passed the second time like it's really really hard
1: you have to like go underwater for s- <laughs> you ha- <laughs> you have to go underwater and hold your breath for so long and you have to tread water for a really long time in the test i think that's the pool one. Oh really what do you yeah. have to do in the ocean you
0: have to go into the ocean in like march like the test is like march or like it's october like november they don't do it in the summer because it's already done in the summer so yes oh my like gosh. people are getting hypothermia people
1: wear wetsuits because it's like insane and you have to like go out and make rescues do lifeguards make good money like yes okay i was gonna say if they're not like no, why would you like do this insane money that's crazy But, yeah. I feel like also if you are a swimmer, like, in general... It's just easy to become a lifeguard. Like if you're a very, very good swimmer. Yeah, I mean these guys are, you like know, like it's a, it's super kind of setting swimmers. you up. It's setting you up for like a perfect job in the summer. You know? Oh what I mean? yeah,
0: totally. And it was so funny because me and my friend Dana were sitting there and we're like, "Come on, like, go faster! Why are you going so slow?" And it's like, I really should shut up because like,
1: no you're shot. Like, what can I do? <laughs> <laughs> Don't pass it to me. I won't save you. Yeah, no,
0: literally. Like they were uh, like pulling girls in and like as Have they you were ever coming in, they were like, lifeguard?
1: "No." I have. You you can't swim. I know. I can swim. I know, but I, I wasn't in the ocean. I was in a pool. Oh, God. You had to get saved in a pool? Yeah, a 12-foot pool. I sunk right to the bottom. <laughs> that's why I'm terrified of, of swimming. I think you need to learn how to swim. No, that's what happened. They threw me in the pool. Who? I was at the YMCA.
0: You know, I went to safety swim, <laughs> and I have to say... It's one of the best things my mom could have ever done for me. Well, I took swimming I think lessons. So,
1: what? Then why don't you know how to swim? Because it didn't work on me. They think that you could just throw people in the pool and teach them how to swim. Okay, you did not go to a good place because safety swim does not well, do that. Well, how old were you, though? I went from, like, a baby. Yeah, you went from a baby. I was, like, seven. I was older. I might have been older than that. Yeah. I don't know. I was older.
0: My biggest fear is, like, my kids drowning -hmm. And like I saw a a big influencer I follow, she um, like posts that she has like private swimming lessons. Like she has a pool in her backyard. The trainer comes and like works with the kids, and like these kids that are like two and three years old are like fully swimming. Yeah, can rotate to their. It's supposed to be
1: like very natural if you start young. Yeah, but I didn't. Like I didn't learn how to swim when I was young, young because like I didn't have a pool. Like I didn't grow up in a situation that. I was always in the water. You know yeah, what I mean? I so mean, it's I not. I mean, I didn't have a pool either, but I fully, like, And also, nobody in my family knows how to swim. Yeah, that's insane. So, like, it wasn't, like, a. Big deal. Big deal. Like, I just wasn't, I don't know. Like, we, we're not, like, an outdoorsy family, I would say. So it's not, yeah. like, it was a priority. Yeah. And I think that when I, like, I, because I got signed up for camp when I was, like, seven-ish. And I got swimming lessons there. I will say like I did learn how to swim like to an extent like I can swim across a pool I could probably like swim enough to save my life like I'm not gonna drown drown But I am not a strong swimmer at all. I can't hold my breath and I can't go underwater Wow So like if someone like throws me and I've had very traumatizing experiences in pools with like friends and stuff Like you know when like friends like play around and like throw you in and stuff like uh, that is like very (laughs) traumatizing for me (laughs) What? I was just thinking about the time that we went on my ex's boat and everybody was like casually drinking and hanging out. <laughs> and Fiona is sitting there with a life jacket, because like my shaking. Ex, because my ex boyfriend was like, We're not going on this boat unless you put a life jacket on. <laughs> and so I put a life jacket on, and everyone was so nervous about me going overboard because I was going to die. <laughs> It was so dramatic. It was so dramatic. But also, I am so terrified funny. of the water. Like, I am terrified of the ocean. That's so funny. It's a very scary place for me. <laughs> <laughs> we had fun, scary. though. No, it was, I love boats. Like, I love yeah. water sports. I love jet skis. Like, I love things like that. But I'm terrified of falling off one. Yeah. Because I am. Yeah, it's scary.
0: Yeah, for fair. sure.
1: But, yeah, it's mostly the underwater for me. That scares mm-hmm. me. Um, and, like, staying in one spot you know what I mean? Like, I don't have a problem in pools, for the most part. I don't have a problem in pools, and I can swim across a pool and stuff. Yeah. But, like, the ocean is obviously way harder with the waves and stuff, to like. Yeah, of course. You know, like, it's, like, once the wave hits and my feet don't touch the ground, I'm scared. I, like, have a panic attack. Yeah. Because I can't touch the bottom or like feel the bottom. So I'm just not good at the go water. to
0: the water is very calm.
1: Yeah. I I actually went because I went to Bermuda and it was very clear and yeah. very calm. It was basically a pool like with like it. tiny yeah. waves. Like, yeah. Like, like a tiny wave pool. Yeah, that's you know what I mean? And I could see my feet. It was so clear mm-hmm. and it was like amazing because I could go out and swim the whole yeah. time basically until my feet didn't touch the ground. Like it, yeah. but it was so much and I loved it and I was like, I wish the beaches here were like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know. So yeah. But all right. all right, so let's segue into our topic for today. So due to recent events <laughs> <laughs> we have discovered that first of all, the only people that like Ashley have girlfriends That's um nice. <laughs> The only people that okay, I will say the only people that show interest in Ashley have girlfriends. Yeah, okay. There are other people. There are other people, but that she doesn't. Yeah, that she could potentially be interested in. Like
0: that are like check the boxes and like are attractive.
1: Mm -hmm. have girlfriends but i
0: think you're like that sounds really bad i would never go for them no
1: yeah she Um, is not looking to and i also do anything
0: fiona's like well when they break up like go for it and i'm like no because i don't want to be a rebound (laughs) fuck that you need (laughs) some time to heal go to therapy honey and then we can Yeah, but this is
1: what you do you slide in you're the friend rebound you make them fall in love with you. Oh my God. So that way I've done this so many times. <laughs> um, so that way when they are healed and you help them heal as a friend, then when they start hooking up with other people, my ex is going to listen to this and laugh because I literally did this to him. Um, <laughs> when they start hooking up with other people, they're going to realize that what they have with you is so much better because you have such a strong friendship. So that's my advice. Get in there as a friend and then once they're healed, you're right there, lined up, waiting for them.
0: <laughs> um. So uh, I don't know how to say this nicely, but I'm not as toxic as you.
1: That's not toxic. It also just seems like a lot of work. No it's just like that's like very minimal work Like that's like just a casual friendship I'm saying like it's not like It's not like you're actively trying to be With them it's mm-hmm. like a, if it happens it happens Regardless we're p- not
0: Thinking about that because they have a girlfriend and it doesn't matter Alright whatever She just okay. rolled her eyes at Because him.
1: they have girlfriends but they Don't like their fucking girlfriends Okay yeah so that leads us to our topic today Do Clearly, Clearly. <laughs> I'm very <laughs> passionate about this topic
0: so that leads us to our topic today. <laughs> Do you even really like them? And I think that's a question everybody needs to ask themselves. <laughs> um,
1: All right. So I'll start it. Okay. So this is a topic that I'm very passionate about because yeah. I don't like to waste my time with people that I don't like. I think Fiona is just also very surrounded by it. Yes, I am. I am. So let me preface this by saying that. I think it's a natural and normal thing to be dating someone for a certain amount of time. And Ashley probably might disagree with me on this. But I think it's a pretty normal thing that happens all the time is that you're dating someone for a while. There's a big spark in the beginning. You really, really like them. You fall in love with them. You slowly start to realize as a lot of time goes on that like you don't actually like them maybe. And I'm not saying this as if, like, this has happened to you. It might have. But I'm ju- not saying this to, like, come at your throat. I'm saying this in, in relation to other people that I know currently yes. that are going through this. I think that as time goes on, like, all of the things that made you attracted to them or go into that relationship initially just fade out. Because you start to look at the compatibility and the long-term likelihood that you actually want to be with them and that you like them. And that... You know, they have matching qualities to the things that you care about. I think that there's like a big difference between being compatible with someone and liking them versus like being able to fall in love with them and like being attracted to them physically. And I think that goes a long way in the beginning, but you slowly fall out of that. And so I think that there's just a lot of people who are stuck in that in between space and i know a lot of people who i think just naturally i always am the type of girl who's like trying to be the therapist to all my guy friends (laughs) um i've always been like that but like i always like show up and i'm like asking how their girlfriends are because i care you know what i mean like i'm like hey how's your girlfriend how's your relationship i'm always like the girl that they vent to about their girlfriends like not even in a bad way but like just in general like talking about how much they like them or whatever but recently, I just feel like everyone I'm talking to don't actually like their girlfriends. And I'm like, why are you with them? Like that's what I want to talk about today cuz I'm like, I don't understand why you're wasting their time. Like, can you tell them? <laughs> okay. This one Okay, this one guy. <laughs> yeah, we we're won't not gonna it, name we won't names. say who it is, no. but we can tell the story, yeah.
0: But Fiona was like, well, you know, how's your girlfriend like you know, what she like, like describe her to me. I guess it was like a new relationship. Mm-hmm. And this
1: man pretty new. I haven't met her and I haven't talked. T- this is the first yeah. time I talked to him and about her. And
0: I don't know these people at all. Fiona, we're, this is the conversation that we had in the Taco Bell parking lot la- last <laughs> week. And this man says to Fiona after she's like, tell me what your girlfriend's like. What like? What do you like about her? Like, what she like? Like, t- describe her to me. This man goes, she's nice to me. and like that's not the first person to say that so many people insane if i'm dating somebody and they describe me like that break up with me
1: break up with me. i said the same thing to my boyfriend i was like if you ever describe me like that that's how you know this is over because if that's the only thing you have to say is that i'm nice to you break up also like to me that's you saying like what how they make you feel mm-hmm. like that's not saying a quality about the person yeah like she's you nice know what i mean me. and that's not even yeah exactly like yeah. It, like i just don't is she nice to everybody else yeah, yeah like not. she's probably just a nice person like but yeah. like is that enough to make you like her and want to be with her yeah and it's just always so like weary like the, the people like just don't know what to say and i'm like if you can't think of one thing that you like about them Or, you know, like, I don't know. I just feel like I could talk about my boyfriend forever and, like, all the things I like about him. And I hope that he could do the same about me. And I genuinely think he could. Here's my thing is that
0: when Fiona described this in the beginning, like, I can't really relate to this. I've never, like, fallen out of love. I can say I can't relate to it either. Okay. And I genuinely don't understand people who can fall out of love or who do. Um... And it actually brings up my biggest fear of planning to be with somebody for the rest of my life and them eventually falling out of love with me just because of circumstances. So
1: this is how I feel about it, is I think that because overall, I will say most women, but especially us, go into relationships looking for that compatibility, especially at this point in our lives. And that's what like I'm trying to instill in these men. It's like I'm going into a relationship being like, These are my deal breakers. Mm -hmm. These are the things that I am looking for in a person long term, a long term partner that I know I need. It's not just like automatic attraction or automatic like energy with someone like that's not going to give you a long term like longevity with the person. You need to be compatible. You know what I mean? And I think we are going into those situations like that. And I'm not saying compatibility is the only thing. You obviously need the other things, but I'm saying like that should be Disgust when you're getting to know Someone especially at this point in our lives When we are looking for long term Partners most of us you know what I mean So that's what irritates me is like They're going into these Relations they're going into these relationships and they're Not even like because they know That they don't want to be with these people long term Like they are going into it Like that so like can you just tell them that Or just like if you just want to hook up with them Tell them that like they might Mm -hmm. Still be down for that you know What I mean like but don't be like dating them to date them or like my thing is I think now at our age we can date people in quotes date people mm-hmm. without making it official and it's yeah. just be like, hey and just honest and upfront with them like hey I'm an- I want to get to know you. I want to see where this goes and see if we would be compatible and if I do see it long term then I will ask you to be my girlfriend and we will be in a committed relationship you know what I mean okay so like that's how I feel about it and I think that's how I would approach it if I was single right now and I think like you could talk to them for a while and I don't think that's a problem Okay. because I think that that's how it works when you get older like in your 20s because maybe you're getting to know multiple people at once and you're trying to figure out like who you're most compatible with or who you vibe with and I think that's fine like I don't understand why you feel the need to make it official and like make them your girlfriend if you don't to get to like know them. them and then to be like I don't even see this long term then it's like why then why yeah you know what I mean like I just think it's a waste of time yeah so that's what irritates me about that but I was reflecting on this with my boyfriend about it and I was like you know pulling out my therapy cards therapist Fiona <sighs> and I was like I think that it happens a lot to people who and this is obviously not the situation i was talking about before with um eventually not like eventually realizing you're not compatible for the long Mm -hmm. term even though and sometimes that happens even when you do still love them i'm not saying that only happens when you fall out of love with them i'm saying you can love them and recognize that you're not compatible it's terrifying but i know i know it's terrifying it sucks but you can be like We don't want the same things. And I think those are the hardest breakups because it's like, I love you, but we don't want the same things. Yeah. That kind of thing. That doesn't mean you don't love them anymore. It just means that you can't be together. But I'm talking about situations. I feel like this happens a lot where people are in like long term relationships where they really and this is what I've seen with the men currently that I'm talking about. They're in long term situations for a while. They are absolutely in love with this girl that girl either ruins them or that relationship crumbles. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's like always the same story. Like the boy has like one breakup and then they think that their life is over, (laughs) you know? So they get their heart broken once and that's it. But so then I think that they go into their next situation one with their guard up, like not willing to even feel that way about another person again Two, I think that they look for the one quality That's polar opposite of what they didn't like about their ex. Ooh, interesting. So this is what I've unraveled from this. And I know this because there's like literally probably three guys in my life that I've seen this pattern with. Okay. So give me like one example. Okay. It's the same exact example for all three of them. Oh, okay. So, for example, their ex that like they were in like a long-term-ish situation with was really mean to them. Huh. Or like That's hard. Or like didn't let them do certain things, like was very like controlling okay. or, you know, wasn't you know, didn't like their family, didn't get along with their friends, whatever it was, like that kind of thing, then they're gonna think, Okay, I want the polar opposite of that instead of looking at the whole thing of like yes. the good qualities they liked about them and all those things, they're just like so upset and angry about that situation that they want the polar opposite. So they're going in and all they care about is that the girl's nice to them. That the girl is, you know, that someone that their family would like, even if they don't like them. They have qualities that their family would like that's different than what their ex had. Interesting. So if the ex was controlling, then they look for someone who is super easygoing and laid back. But maybe, like, that's to the point of, like, they're so laid back that they are, like, taking advantage of them almost. You know what I mean? Um. But yeah like I've seen this pattern so many times and it's like they're so hyper fixated on them being so different from their ex and them having the qualities that they feel ended their last relationship like opposite of that. And I think that like it gets to like whatever six months or whatever and they're like I don't actually even like these people like I was just seeking something that like was different from my ex that it's like unhealed wounds kind of thing yeah so like I've seen that happen multiple times and it's like they're just trying to date someone who's like opposite and what they think that they deserve maybe you know what I mean so instead of just looking at the big picture and I think that it's important to evaluate like the things you did like about your ex as well as the things you didn't like about your ex and I can say I've done this before like I have went through this like trauma cycle of like you know, after a bad breakup, you're literally seeking specific qualities in a person because you're so angry that the last person didn't have them or you felt that's where they were lacking. So you're like, I'm going to experiment with this type of person. You know what I mean? But like you were with that person for a long time and you, there was enough things you did like about them. So you can't overlook those qualities because essentially that's still the type of qualities you want in a person. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Wow. Wow. Yeah, sorry. That's my unpacking. That's my therapy session. Every time I go hang out with um, my boyfriend's friends, I always, like, lecture them about, like, girlfriends and, like, just, like, sit in, like, a full therapy session with them. And we leave and they're, like, and my boyfriend's, like, that was, like, literal therapy. Like, t- can you just, like, be with my friends? <laughs> and yeah. i'm like no i need to know everything about their trauma and heal them and help them in their relationships and everything that's like insane. that. That's insane. But yeah, that's I like just, my like, take on it. Can't grasp the fact
0: that like i don't know, i just feel like it's so hard for people to commit nowadays. Like i just feel like our society and like culture is not like it's very we're big on hookup culture. Like that's yeah. just how society kind of is. So i feel like the fact that you're settling and committing to somebody you don't even like, like, kind of blows my mind. Oh, it's insane. That's what I'm and,
1: saying. And I think it's a lot of people that like are relationship people. I yes. understand like wanting a partner, like wanting. But I just,
0: I still think that's that's like so crazy to me because like, like especially. Especially after my breakup, like I refuse to settle down with like the first person that comes along. Like, yeah, I had this conversation with my therapist. She had said something along the lines of like, you know, if they don't check your initial boxes, like why don't you still go out with them? Like, just go on a date, even if you don't like them. Like, just get yourself out there. Like, just for practice. Like, think of it as practice. And she was trying to get me on the dating apps and I was on them for a little bit, but I just find them so cringy and I hate them. I literally hate them. I will never meet anybody in person from them. I will never go on a date from them. There's just no point in having them because I just immediately like think you're on a dating app. I think you're cringy.
1: Yeah. All right. And or you think they just want to hook up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but
0: so I said to my therapist, I said, no, I said, if I really wanted to go on a date tomorrow, I could. Like, there's men that I don't like that are in my DMs and whatever, that, like, if I said tomorrow, like, hey, let's go get a drink, they would, like, jump on that so fast. But the reason I'm not is because I feel like I've set new standards in my dating life and, like, what I want in a partner, and I feel like if you're not meeting those standards, like, I'm not even going to give it a chance.
1: Yes, but are those standards physical standards or are they actual no okay my only physical <laughs> oh standard is six foot okay but that's it and that's so not
0: even from social media or anything like that I technically don't
1: know yeah like how tall they are so I'm not even
0: saying but that. in terms but, of standards
1: how do you know that they don't have those things if you don't go on a date and okay
0: so we had this conversation months ago on a you podcast episode yes and I'm blanking on what episode it was but we had this conversation and you specifically said it was on the episode that we did with the scale scale where it was oh, like, the breakup episode. was it? Th- was that the breakup episode? I don't know. I don't remember. I don't think it was. Maybe not. <laughs> okay. So, but you had said to me, you know, when a guy comes along, like I think you need to, like, just give them a chance, whatever you said. And I was, like, I just feel like they're so cringy. They come up to me. They're, like, hey, what's your number or, like, shit like that. And you were, like, well, that's the way that they're approaching you. Like, they don't have a good personality. Like, we were talking about overlooking looks for the personality. And I was, like, how can I do that when their personality is, like, hey, can I grab your number? Or, like, (laughs) hey, what's your snap? And you were, like, yeah, that's their personality. Like, that's what they're doing that, like – Is not good. Like you need to find a guy who like has a good like charismatic like you know just doesn't go what's your number what's your snap. Like obviously that's not good. So. I was having this conversation with my therapist about like going on a date and like I was just like no like I think I've set new standards. So it blows my mind that like these people who like it's technically like hookup culture like it's very not like why are you settling with somebody that you don't even
1: like. Yeah, it's insane. Like, if you're... you you've never been given... You don't feel like you've been given an opportunity where you're like, I really would go on a date with this person. Yes. Okay, then that's understandable. Yeah, Like, I agree with that. And because I think I that, just, that that's fair.
0: I just feel like it's very... Like, obviously with a dating app, I'm already looking at it a certain way. Honestly. I'm going to be completely honest. Like, immediately if I see them on a dating app, I'm already thinking like a certain thing. And I hate that because, like, I know there's a lot of, like, really good people on dating apps. Like, my friend met her fiancé on a dating app. My other friend met her boyfriend on a dating app. I just, like, cannot get over it. And one of my friends had said to me, you know, Ashley, like, you really need to look at it as, like, nobody wants to be on a dating app. And I fully get it. Like, like, I get it. But here's the other thing that kind of tags teams off of, like, do you even really like them? Is that I just feel that when people are ready for a girlfriend or or a boyfriend, I, I think it's more with guys, though. They'll go and, like, reach out to every single person that they know and see the first girl to, like, give them a bite. Yeah. And I... I feel like it's that way on dating apps for some people, but not always, not always at all. Like, I think that there's like a few genuine people who do reject other people that like will choose and have standards. But I think that there's a lot of men who like they want to be in a relationship and they're like men either want to be in a relationship or they don't. And if they don't, they're not open to dating at all. They're fully hookup culture. That's it. But when they decide in their head, oh, I want a girlfriend, they're going to look around and they're either going to reach out to people that they know or reach out to people that they don't know, either on social media or in a bar or this or that. And the first girl who they think are decent has other qualities than their ex did, something like that, they're going to bite them up. And it's like. Do they really like you or were you there and it was
1: convenient? Yeah. Was it the timing? And And yeah, I agree. This is
0: genuinely my biggest fear. Like I'm terrified of
1: being chosen like that. Like, and I think. um, Okay, but my take on that is I think the way you present yourself They will either see that, like, I think if you're like super strong and like you're very upfront about the things that you want, they're not, you're not easy to take advantage of in that way. And I think they're either going to realize that and be like, yeah, no, I like, I it's, that's not what I'm looking for. That's not the type of girl I want to be with Mm -hmm. right now. Or they're going to literally fall in love with you because maybe that's not what they thought they were looking for, but then you were that person. And I don't think that you would be with someone long-term that you're not compatible with. Like, I don't think that would happen in that way. And I don't think you should be afraid to get to know someone for, like, a few months in that way without it being serious. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think you would know well enough how they felt. And, like, I really don't know what it is. Like, I don't know if these guys that I know are, like – Saying different things than they're saying to me Which I'm sure they are to like these girls But I feel like the girls have to know In some way like part of me is like Girl how do you not know Like I like I Feel like I wake up every day and I know My boyfriend's obsessed with me like I can't imagine being in a situation where I didn't feel That way like you can okay. feel if it's Genuine or not do you know
0: what I mean So I Think that there's okay there's a Fine line here okay all right And like, I've never been in a situation where, like, a boy was obsessed with me. Unless I wasn't attracted to them and then they're obsessed with me because I'm yeah. so out of their league. And yeah. I don't even think I'm that high. So for me to be out of their <laughs> league, it's like, damn. Oh, my
1: God. Um,
0: But I've never been in a situation where a man is obsessed with me. I've always been the obsessor.
1: But I think so that's, I think that's the way that you're approaching the situations. I think you like people like I think you obsess over people more than you let them be obsessed with you like I think uh, like uh, I can't even say this because I'm just gonna sound shallow so like I can't say it you're gonna say that you have such a high self-esteem I was gonna say like I just feel like I approach it as like selling myself like I always have approached situations so like if you go back and I have before but if you go back and like read conversations when I first start talking to a guy like when I first started talking to Liam like it's literally I'm not even joking I texted him and said I need to find this conversation and read it because it's actually like golden like golden to what we're talking about right now because you would be shocked that I said this to a man okay so I found it where do I start hold on okay so, I texted him. This was probably maybe a month into us talking, I think, I would say. Okay. Like, a month after I started talking to him and met him. Didn't even meet him in person yet. This was literally just digital yeah. on my phone. Um. So, I said, when we hang out, we're watching this and stand-up comedy. I was just, like, saying, like, when we eventually hang out. And then I said, you know, in, like, 2023. And at the time, this was... 2020 okay this was fall of 2020 yeah um and i said you know in like 2023 like being sarcastic and he said i'm gonna have to check my calendar in 2023 and i said i'll make it worthwhile and he said just checked it says run all social engagements through girlfriend but i don't know what that means like he's saying he checked his calendar yeah i got it right okay and then i said i hate you And he said, she'll probably like you, though. And I said, is that for 2023? And he said, yeah, that's for 2023. 2020 calendar got thrown out four months ago. And I said, oh, so that girlfriend is me. I approve. That's literally what I said.
0: Wow. And he goes,
1: maybe if you play your cards right. And I said, why wouldn't I? I don't lose. I'm very competitive. And he said, you're exhibiting big Tonya Harding energy right now, (laughs) which I don't know if you know what that means, but whatever. And I said, is that a good or bad thing? And he said, it's definitely dangerous. And then he said, all I'm saying is when 2023 comes around, don't take my girlfriend out with a bat when you meet her. And I said, wait, where is it? I said, I'll try not to be too harsh to her when I look in the mirror. Oh, Oh my God. He said... Okay, she's confident, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> and, I yeah, said, God damn. and I said, if you can find another girl who you've never met that still keeps your interest and is as hot as me, I will support it. I will literally buy the ring. And he said, uh- challenge accepted. And we're dating. So, like, we've been dating for almost two years. So, like, I'm just saying, like, that's how, like, I... And, like... Uh, that's just uh, how I approach situations. How do and I, I think I, do that? I think that like half of it is like joking. But yeah. it's still it's still There's like underlying proving truth. Yes, but like it's because I just think it's fun. Like I'm just approaching the situation like I am literally the best thing you could possibly get. So like if you don't want me, then like don't. Like I literally was thinking about this the other day. I'm like, why can't I approach my career like I approach <laughs> dating? Because I'm so confident when it comes yeah. to dating. But like I, you know what it is i think that i've just always been the type of person and i was i was talking to this with liam the other day and i said like i think that yes i will say i've always like been in situations where like guys have approached me but those were never the guys i dated i've never dated a guy you who approached choose. me i always chose the guys and was like no i'm gonna date that person like And it was never easy. Like, it was always a challenge. Like, it was always guys that, like, did not make any sense. Or, like, guys that, like, were just not – like, emotionally unavailable guys, which was toxic at the time. But, like, this situation was, like, just, you know, long distance. Like, didn't make any sense. But I was like, no, like, this is the one. Like, I just was like, I'm going to – whatever. And I think that, like, I always wanted the challenge. And I think that what's always made me so successful is – my vulnerability and like me not being afraid to like pull myself out there because yeah, like I
0: admire that because
1: I genuinely like, like I'm not afraid of, of being rejected because I like I just I don't know like I just I'm not afraid of it
0: like the thought of that literally like makes I remember be- I I
1: remember being 14 years old in high school and all of my guy friends were walking around and asking me who I liked and I literally told them it was i know it was the boy i dated for 2 years in high school they literally i literally told just told them this is who i like and then i started dating him because he found out i liked him like you know what i mean like i was just never afraid i think like from a very young age to like put myself out there and like tell boys that i liked them and i think that i don't think i was either i wasn't y- you were aff- you were terrified to tell boys you liked them are you joking no in I high feel school like I wasn't. you were in love with a boy in high school I remember this very clearly. <laughs> you were in love with a boy in high school.
0: Yeah. Or, or
1: may or may not have been your friend. And, <laughs> and okay, who, is, who is currently off the table now. Yes, for a but reason I told him. Not, like he knows now. I told him back then. Yeah, but I remember it took you so long. It took a while because I was so unsure. But then I told yeah, him. How comforting is it now that it wasn't you? <laughs> like it. that's not the reason that it didn't work.
0: Oh so comforting <laughs> But then Then when I dated my ex I fully was so confident In that situation Yes Like I literally And, and he and you and dated for I will for five never Listen 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 I will never live this down I will say this to My great 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 Grandchildren Okay I will <laughs> tell them this story Because He We were snapchatting Because that was the thing And yeah. he was like He's saying some shit About how he knows everything Whatever <laughs> And I was like, "Nah, you don't know everything." And he's like, "Name something I don't know." And I was like,
1: "My number. I remember this." And then I, I remember you. I remember you talking about this. I will tell my husband. my Yeah, new where is that energy right now, Ashley? I don't know. You were so confident. You dated that person for five years. It it did work for a long time. Like they, a little you time. know. Honestly, though, if we're looking back, not to be harsh, but if we are looking back. That, like, progression of, like, whatever, falling out of love with you or whatever it was, yeah. was you losing confidence. Ooh. Because they loved that version of you. <gasps>
0: I think we're on to something.
1: Like, I'm just saying, like, get that girl back. Like, that's the girl that, like, like, guys love confidence. They love a challenge just as much. And if you make it seem like it's a challenge, it works. It always works. I mean, my, my boyfriend before Liam... We all know who that was. He's probably listening right now. (laughs) Um, But that was like such a big challenge. He was like hooking up with girls all the time, like all summer. And I refused to hook up with him. I was like, I'm not hooking up with you. Yeah. Because I'll hook up with you if you date me. Yeah. But I'm not because we were such good friends that I knew that if we hooked up, like we would have just been dating at that point, like emotionally. And so I was like, I'm not hooking up with you. And then every single girl he hooked up with and tried to date, he was like, they're not you. They're not you. And then I ended up with them for two years. I'm just saying, like, that's, like, the type of, like, you have to give them the challenge. Like, that's the fun part. How
0: did this episode turn into this? I don't know. How
1: Let's go this. back
0: to <laughs> our original topic. This um, has turned
1: into therapy for Ashley, like, getting your confidence back. Honestly, maybe we should <laughs> turn this into getting pivot, your confidence back. Pivot. No, um, but it can be both. But literally... It, yeah, it is crazy how
0: I think I'm I don't know, it might be from the defining decade, but I think there's a thing about choosing and not being chosen. Like there's comfort in that. Um, So I think that for most girls, it's like they want to be chosen. And that's it. Yeah. Like personally, oh, I did read this. And I book. don't want to. I'm, I'm a chooser. I'm like, I, I want
1: to pick. I want to line up and I want to pick that one. Yeah. Yeah. I like to pick boys who didn't know they needed me, though. I have a fear of rejection. I really I think, do. But I think that, that that manifests itself into settling. Yes. Or being with guys who don't deserve you. Yeah, because you ca- you'd rather them choose you. Yeah, than you choose them. <gasps> oh, my God. You know what I mean? I'm going to puke. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Who needs oh my therapy? God.
1: You have Fiona. <laughs> I really can only help in relationships. This is why I always I this is why I always am like the girl I ask all my guy friends about their relationships. because yeah. I just love like deep diving into why they're dating the person that they are dating and if they actually like them because they usually don't. Um, I like no joke this has happened probably to like six guys recently yeah. one of them engaged so like literally insane insane like it's just like i don't understand i don't i don't get it i literally don't get it at all why are you wasting literally your time kill myself if
0: my boyfriend turned well, around th- and was but this like is a,
1: i don't understand how the girls don't know you know i what don't I think mean? i knew i think
0: you knew I think I can look back and say, like, I now knew. I know. Yeah. It was and different, though. It was way different. You knew. Yeah. Your relationship completely changed.
1: Yeah. But I do think it's interesting, like... But I think when people are settling, like, you
0: knew in a sense that there was, like, animosity. Like, there was, like, lack of communication. Yeah. You weren't hanging out. You weren't having mm-hmm. sex. Like, that... A lot changed in your relationship to a very negative. I feel yeah. like when you're settling, that's not always the case. Like, yeah. you're doing the bare minimum. And I feel like sometimes girls are okay with the bare minimum.
1: Yeah. Sometimes this is, like, or the I best Or I think the thing. girls don't want to see the truth. that side. Yeah, they don't want to see that that's actually happening. But so I think it's also, it.
0: like, they may not think
1: that they're worth more as well. The girls, yeah. But I'm talking about, like... The boys. Like, I don't understand why these men are also settling. Like, I don't understand why, like, are they staying with them out of fear? Like, are they staying with them because they already have that? And they're like, Because when you're when you're literally talking to me and you're telling me that you do not see the qualities that you see yourself marrying, like you don't see the qualities in an ideal partner that you always envisioned yourself with in this person that you've been with For this amount of years Why are you still with them You know what I mean
0: Well okay so In a chapter in the defining decade And we will always quote this book Because it's so phenomenal But in the chapter of the defining decade She was talking about how she was with this guy And it wasn't anything serious They were sleeping together they're mutually exclusive so they they ended up dating like it wasn't yeah. like she it fell into ab- it yeah. yeah she fell into it yeah and then they fell into living together cuz financially it made sense and they were already spending mm-hmm. so much time at each other's place and then by the time she hit 30 she's still doing this like dance with this guy that she ends up marrying him and they get divorced like a couple months later because she's like okay now we need to like have kids and we need to do this and he's like I don't want any of that and it's like if she can honestly look back and say well you know everything that I wanted in a guy was not this guy but I was you know wasting time fooling around whatever that it ended up happening so I feel like a lot of these guys Okay, when you're in a relationship, you have more sex than the single guy. Doesn't matter how much of a whore you are. Yeah. You can literally go out and try to get a girl every single night.
1: It's hard. It's not the the same. Like, you know, it's going to be consistent. You know, it's going to be okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's different. So when
0: you have a girlfriend and you're having consistent sex, men are happy. That's it. Yeah. So will they like them? No. Are they thinking that they're going to marry them? Probably not. They're probably like, oh, well, I'm not going to marry them. I'm just wasting time. But they don't realize that it's detrimental yeah. to
1: your future. And to the girl. Yes. Yeah. Because that girl thinks they're going to marry them. Yes. Um, But yeah. And I think that that's why like people need to. I definitely agree with you because I mm-hmm. read that chapter too. And it's like, I think you end up with people who were in your, you know, in your lane at the right time in the life that you're you know, l- at the time in your life that you're looking to settle down or whatever that looks like. Yeah. Um, but, I. but these people are so young. Like that's yeah. what irritates me. Like the people I'm talking about are literally our age mm-hmm. or like younger, you know, max 25, 26. Yeah. Like you could be spending the whole second half of your twenties meeting the girl of your dreams. Yeah. But instead you're going to what settle with this person who you Don't even want to be with for another second, Mm -hmm. but you're like, oh, whatever. I'll just be with them for the rest of my life. I don't even like them. Like, it literally, I just baffles me. Like, and I just think like people need to realize that like they can get everything they want in a person. Like, they are out there, and I promise like you don't have to settle with the first person that you date or the first person you meet. You know, and I, I just, I don't know. I think it's
0: just difficult because I feel like there's a stigma, and. I, th- I think it took me a really long time to realize this, too. We're, like, we're 24, 25, 26, right? Yeah. And it's, like, I look around, and it I see now, and I say that because I had to just switch my mindset, but I see now how young we are and how much mm-hmm. time we have. Me, too. Yes. Yeah. But I feel like the conversations are not like that. And, you know... A couple of my best friends especially are getting married. A couple of my best friends are getting married. So when I first got broken up with, remember we had this conversation, yeah, had this conversation and conversation. I fully was like, "Oh my god, like, uh, what am I gonna do? Like, I should be like engaged by this point. Like, oh my god." And what blah, did blah, I blah, say blah. to you? And it's like you have so much time; you don't even need to worry about that. Yeah, that's like, what I said to you. And I think it's so difficult, especially for men, because I feel like it's a lot of like ego driven, but yeah. Um, I think it's just so difficult for them to like see like oh I really like this person I really like see a future with them blah 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 compared to I don't like this person I don't see a future them let me just cut it now because it feels comfortable yeah
1: and they're getting consistent sex that like at the end of the day they're happy and I think a good way to approach it too and I know that men don't like to open up as much as girls about their relationships and about like their significant others but I do think that they do open up to other girls like Mm me so like a good thing for well, me because i feel like
0: there's a lot of non-judgment you know yeah I mean? and like
1: or like i just genuinely am asking like yeah. i think boys just don't ask like they're yeah. not like oh and but you know some I of feel my like guy I, friends i feel do. like i used to do
0: that i used to be like oh how's this person's girlfriend and they're, like, i don't know yeah
1: i don't know that's what i always get I <laughs> yeah don't know. i'm like cool they're like i don't know i guess they're happy like they never check in on yeah. their yeah. on their guys like feelings not about the situation yeah. yeah it's just like oh i guess they're still together like they don't care yeah it's different but when i'm asking you about the person that you're dating if you were not excited to show them off and tell me about how amazing they are and that's all the like amazing things first. they're doing, then you that's not the person for you. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I can 100% tell you that if my boyfriend was asked those questions, he would be able to answer them. Like, you know what I mean? And like, that's how I feel secure in my relationship because none of these guys I'm talking to can tell me... A single thing that they like about this for this person and they don't see long-term potential and it just doesn't make any sense to me it's like the relationship is okay I can't complain nothing bad is happening but like do you get excited to go home to them do you get excited to tell them about your day like do you you know are you excited to show them off like those are the things that every girl wants from a relationship and what guys should be using as a scale to see if they actually like them
0: so I feel like there was a a part in the defining decade and I can't find it right now but where she was talking and she was like I felt like you know we were just having fun and everybody was playing musical chairs and it was like as soon as 30 hit the music cut and everybody scrambled to find a chair and like just sat and it's like do you really want to be with that chair Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of people are doing that earlier on, and that's the issue going on right now—that they think they have to. Yeah, and I think
1: that. Yeah, it's so hard. Like, I think, I think a lot of that in the defining decade is like who you're with at the time that you're ready to get married. But yes. I think now it's very like when but you're ready I, for a relationship, yeah, this person is there. But versus I think, like. versus like just living your life Mm -hmm. you know meeting people and then being like this is the girl I really want to date right now yeah like because I think that's how I approach dating but I
0: feel like it's difficult because at the end of the day like yeah it might just be dating right now Mm -hmm. but we don't have that much time before the conversation is going to switch to marriage
1: Yeah, I agree. We have
0: time. I'm not saying that. But if you're dating somebody now, you're dating them for
1: marriage. And
0: at least that's how majority of people think. And I think that there's a lot of immature men who aren't thinking that way.
1: Yeah, I agree. And that's why, like I said, if you're not looking to be with that person on a, if you're not that compatible with them and you don't see long-term potential in that person, and it's okay if you start dating them and you realize that along you the don't, way. yeah. That's different, but be honest with them. But if you are just like, hey, I want to get to know you and see if this could work, you don't have to officially be in a relationship with them and you can be honest with them and upfront like, hey, I'm just getting to know you right now. I don't know where this is going to go, but I do really like you and I'm willing to see if we're compatible. You know what I mean? Like that's different than officially dating them doing all of the on the road to marriage stuff putting all of this false narrative in their head like all those things is so toxic like that's the stuff that like messes with girls and then they get blindsided when after six months they realize they weren't on the same page as this person that they've been dating you know what i mean yeah um yeah so to quote the defining decade there's a chapter called being in like and she says that being in like is two things. So one is being alike in ways that matter and genuinely liking the other person and the person that they are. Um she says that sometimes you hear that opposites attract and a lot of times that happens for hookups, but that's not going to create a long-term potential in a partner. Um Couple, like she says, that couples that are actually very alike and align in all of the ways that you know, the way they see the world, politics, like all those kind of things, like that is really what's going to matter long term when all of the sparks go away away, and when you are looking for a partner that you are choosing every single day and you have the same lifestyle. Like, that's what's going to matter. It's not like the oh, I really love this person. We have a great vibe. We have great energy. I'm um, really attracted to them. Like, you can't lead with those things. They're obviously important, but, like, not for long term. So that's, like, the whole premise of that chapter. But, yeah, I think that just overall it's, it's just been mind-blowing to me to have so many conversations with these men and realize that, like, they genuinely don't like their girlfriends. And it just irritates me. And I do roast them
0: though i always
1: i always openly roast them too like they know um you know i think it's like
0: you just need to like sit yourself down and like ask yourself these questions and maybe like brainstorm off of somebody who like you can trust Mm -hmm. um i would say like if you had a friend like fiona who's like you know i don't think you should talk to somebody who's trying to get with you because you know that's (laughs) not the person to talk to but i think if you have a really good committed friend that like you can open up about these things I think that's important and I also think that maybe therapy I don't know I think everybody should be in therapy
1: so yeah well I think that I think you definitely need to heal old wounds from relationships and not let that dictate the next relationship you're in I think you should evaluate the things you did like about that person and the things you didn't like and transfer that over to like what you the qualities you do want in your next partner but I don't think that you should be hyper fixated on being the opposite of your ex. Cause I think that that's what a lot of people do moving into their next relationship. But overall, like just literally sit there. And if you are with someone that you are looking at and you are like, "Mm, I'm not like super excited to go see them every day. I look five years from now and I don't see them in my life. Why are you wasting your time? Why are you wasting their time? You have so much also like you could probably be happier single like it's probably weighing on you so much yeah. to stay in this relationship that you are just complacent happy, and comfortable yeah. and like there is no excitement and like don't hold on to those things that were happening in the beginning of the relationship because that's not w- it's not going to go back to that that was something that happens in the honeymoon phase and that was a spark and that doesn't mean that you're compatible so if you're like five years in and you're looking back and you're like oh my gosh I'm still with this person because I like I loved that version of her yeah they're not there anymore like they are growing and they are a different version of themselves and yes obviously you can have conversations if it's just like little things that you want to maybe not change but like change about their relationship and what like what's going on in in your in your relationship if you really really do want to be with them that's Mm -hmm. different but I just think if if they're not ticking boxes of a of a lifelong partner at this point especially after being with them for so long like give yourself more credit than that and stop wasting their time and you deserve better and they deserve better yeah so that's my take on that and that's that. And that's that.
0: Period. So ask yourself, <laughs> do you like them? Do you period. like them?
1: That's do you that. actually like them? If you see me in public, and
0: if you don't or you're not sure, DM us. We'll tell you.
1: <laughs> DM us. S- email us and tell us your situation and I will email you back yes or no. <laughs> if no, you should no stay with them or not,
0: just a yes or no.
1: And if you see me in public and you have a girlfriend, I will ask you, and I will interrogate you, and ask you what they, what you like about them in front of her, <laughs> <laughs> with the girlfriend there. I'm dead. No, <laughs> I'm dead. Um, but I, yeah, yeah, that's my take on it. The last thing I'll say is, if you feel like every time you're not with your partner, you have to go out of your way to explain to people why you're still with them, red flag. Red flag big red flag if people are like why are you still with them and you're like i don't know this this and this uh 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 -uh." you should be like because i love them period i love everything about them that's it that is it so yeah that's my heated heated debate of do you actually like them today on this episode of successful af do you really like them Thank you guys for listening. Make sure you guys follow us on social media at Successful AF Podcast on Instagram and TikTok. And join our Facebook group and email us for exclusive content. We will see you guys next week. See you next week.